the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to a very nice, very evil edition of Oral Sessions because I am joined by Ring of Honors, Dan Housen. Oh my God, listen, we're talking about forbidden doors being busted open. I mean, we get everyone from every promotion on this show. That's that's the goal. Come one, come all, come hang out. I feel like watching Danhausen and being able to see the ascent of his star uh, amongst the wrestling universe and even just in like the internet universe. I love watching what he's doing. He's got his hand in a little bit of everything. He's a very smart, very evil, very nice man. I like it a lot. I'm a big Danhausen fan. So we brought him on the show. We're actually doing Danhausen week because not only is he on the show, but because I like him so much and I am such a fan, I have asked him to come in and guest host his own episode of oral sessions because I am down and out from just having a baby. I left him in charge. I think it's going to go well. I trust him, but that'll be later in the week. For now, you guys get to hang out with me and Danhausen. I get to kind of pick his brain See where he started, see what he's into, talk about what, what makes Dan Housen tick. Let's get down to it. Here he is, very nice, very evil, teeth in jar, Dan Housen. It's happening. Here it is, oral sessions, joined by none other than the Dan Housen. Hi. Yes, hello, how are you? I'm great. Listen, I am stoked to have you on the show today. I'm a big fan. Big fan, big supporter. Thank you very much, Dan Housen. A huge fan housing of you as well, Renee. And <laughs> looking forward to being on this very famous show. It's a very famous show. And um, I'm very excited that we're doing Dan Housen Week. I get to do my interview with you. And then you're going to take over oral sessions. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm leaving the ball in your court. But I trust you for a weird reason? I'm not sure why. I'd say you have a trustworthy face, but I don't think that's true. Well, we also cannot say that because we're on a podcast, but this is being recorded for some sort of YouTubes, so who knows? Listen, it'll live on the internet. We're all just trying to be famous on television and the internet, right? Yes, absolutely. Dan Housen's very famous, very evil. What makes someone so famous on the internet? How does someone get fame on the internet? Because it's a, it's a, it's a stiff market. You must stand out correctly. You must be friends with other celebrities, such as Dan Housing with uh, Conan O'Brien and uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And uh, your good friend, uh, CM Punk Housing. Great internet friend, said Dan Housing's a good tweeter once and gave him his finishing maneuver as a blessing. Were you excited when this happened? Because it seemed like it was a bit of a, a switch off where like CM Punk gave you the blessing that you could use the GTS. But then the, uh, where do we stand on this? It's all been approved? Dan Housen saw it was CM Punk, wonderful fellow, gave Dan Housen the GTS as his finisher, and then Kenta got a little angry at him. But then he said he does not care who uses it except for CM Punk. So Dan Housen got two blessings as far as he can see it. Perfect. Okay, so it's all good. You get to use the GTS, no problems, no issues. Yes, and then he named it as well. He named it very nice, very evil. Oh, CM Punk named it that? Yes, yes, it was quite wonderful. He's a clever man when it comes to things like that. I'll give him that. That's that's a good one. Very nice, very evil. We made a t-shirt out of it, made lots of monies. 
you know, I need a Danhausen shirt, but I believe that you're sending me a baby onesie and um, like one of the wrestler buddies. Yes, yes. So that's a, it's a very nice gift. It's a very nice gift. My daughter will be thrilled. Okay, so what was Danhausen like as a little boyhausen? Ah, uh, you know, he liked uh, comic books and uh, horror movies. Started watching those at a young age. Who'd have thought? And what else? What else? Oh, we discovered wrestling when Danhausen was about six or seven. Something like that. Who was your favorite? So it must have been a recap of some sort on a Monday Night Raw as uh, Danhausen and Dadhausen were flipping through the stations. But it was a flashback to Bad Blood uh, 97 where Kane was ripping off the door and it was red lights. He looked like uh, Jason sort of from Friday the 13th. And then he ripped it off and he destroyed that uh, Undertaker fellow. You ever heard of him? I've, I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, I've met him. I've, I've been able to have the luxury of calling some Undertaker matches. Oh, yes. Very fancy. He is very fancy. He shoots real-life lightning from his fingertips. Uh, is, what a skill, right? Yes, Dan has been trying to master that, but cannot quite get it. I think if you were to come to Las Vegas, you could probably find a way to get with some of the um, the sleight-of-hand magicians in uh, in town, and they might be able to show you how to do some of that. Dan Housen doesn't trust magicians. Why? They're swindlers. I mean, they're very similar to, to wrestling, right? It's like old vaudevillain. They're a bunch of, it's a little, it could be a little wacko. I, I agree with you. I think magicians can be a little bit scary, but you might be able to learn something. I think if you're able to strike a business relationship with somebody and you take something away from it, it could be good. You don't have to be friends with them. You just need to learn the skill. Perhaps we could learn a card trick where we say, what, you know, what card do you choose? And then we'll figure out a way to pickpocket them yes. at the same time. See? We'll go down to Fremont and we'll walk away even richer. With a neon sign, too. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get all the neon signs. How rich are you at this point? Hundreds of dollars. Very rich. What are some other skills that Danhausen has? Oh, uh, Danhausen can draw a little bit, does a little bit of art. Uh, he doesn't do it too often, but he, uh, when this whole pandemic thing started, Danhausen was drawing superheroes for people. Uh, on the side of doing his wrestling business, because people... Like Jerry the King Lawler? He does that. A little bit. Uh, he can drive a car. Even in Canada, you can drive a car? Oh, yes. It is more difficult, though. Well, yeah, because you are in Montreal, right? Oh, yes. A lot of one-way streets, and the signs are all in French. Does Danhausen speak French? I could say sucre poulet. Did you say sugar chicken? Uh, yes, uh, sucre poulet. What is sugar chicken? I don't know. Dan Housen just knows both those words. So when he goes to a restaurant, he says, ah, sucre poulet for Dan Housen. Oh, I've never had that. I mean, I would have ordered like the la poutine or la, for la boulangerie. Framboise. Love a good framboise, le pamplemousse, grapefruit. Oh, yes. Dan Housen knows about those. All sorts. How is Canada treating you? Ah, uh, they give tickets to Dan Housen a lot because he cannot read the signs. So it seems that Dan Housen gets parking tickets quite often. Oh, no. Well, that's not going to bode well for you staying rich. And they put uh, gravy on everything. That's something that I that's always kind of upset me about being in America. I was talking to um, Rhea Ripley about that because she is from Australia, which is also of the Commonwealth. And they also put gravy. Like, you just get, like, fries with gravy. And that's not a thing in America, and it's quite upsetting. Where do you stand on malt vinegar on your fries? That is a thing Dan Housen has discovered here. There is a place called uh, Britain Chips. It is a pub-type place that sells fish and chips, and they put malt vinegar on your french fries. Wonderful. That with, like, a pile of salt, bloat me up and call it a day. 
See, this is the other problem. Danhausen loves gravy on everything. But if you're trying to be on television, Danhausen cannot just drink gravy every day. That's true. But I feel like you have a lean figure. I feel like you probably have room to, like, let loose a little bit. Yes, but we cannot guzzle down gallons of gravy every day. Otherwise, Dan Hauser will lose it, his slender, muscular figure. And not even that, but if you were to guzzle down a bunch of gravy and then have a wrestling match, you could quite possibly have a poop-in-the-ring situation. That would be the most evil situation, and we <laughs> do not want that even a little bit. What are other foods in Canada that you have gotten into? Because you've not been there for very long, right? No, it has only been about a year, but he's been visiting for a while. Is your wife Canadian? Yes, uh, she is a dual citizen. She is from Montreal. She has lived in Germany and she has lived in the States. I've seen you like post photos of her or like retweet her. She is a quite the number. How did you guys meet? So she was doing a theater bazaar. It is a, a Halloween burlesque show. She's a burlesque dancer, Lulu La Duchess. What a name. Lulu La Duchess Derriere. Oh my gosh. Yes, the Duchess of Tukis. Uh Danhausen actually thought she was a bot. Oh, I could see that. I mean, she's very beautiful. She messaged Danhausen on Instagram to hit on Danhausen or something. Spitting the DMs is what Danhausen hears it's called. Danhausen is actually driving back from uh, the Butcher and Blades show, the uh, Tid the Season. That was in Buffalo. And then she said, just come to Montreal right now. It's only a few hours away. And then Danhausen said, this is like seven hours. Absolutely not. When a beautiful woman says, you better get here real quick, I think you get your passport and you hop over that rainbow bridge. Uh, this is true, but also it could have been, uh, you ever see that movie, So I Married an Axe Murderer? <laughs> you could have been kidnapped. Oh my gosh, you could have, what a trap. You're right, that could have been a really bad trap. You're right. P guys, you heard it here first, don't always respond to the DMs. Sometimes it can be great and you do end up with this beautiful Lulu La Duchess La Derriere wife. And sometimes you end up with your head in a freezer or in a box. Who knows? What was your first date that you guys went on? What, what do you like on a date? Are you a romantic guy? What do you do? Uh, yes, a bit, I suppose. We went to uh, the Detroit Historical Museum and we looked at bones. There were skeleton bones. And what else did we do? We went to uh, a barbecue place because that's what Dan Housing heard regular humans like to eat. And then we... Uh, Tried mojitos. You ever had those? Oh, I love a mojito. A little fresh muddled mint. Love it. Icy water. Got Danhausen pretty good. What else do you drink? What is your cocktail of choice? Oh, Danhausen likes uh, the fruity kind. The ones that taste good. There's one here in Montreal that is called a uh, fun dip. And it tastes like the sour candy powder. The NBA Finals are finally here. And FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't want to miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on the Sons of the Bucks to win that game. That means you can win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. I like the Suns in game one. I like them comfortably. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win. And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Sign up with the promo code Renee. That's the key, the promo code Renee, to bet the NBA Finals and get 30 to 1 odds. That is outrageously good. 
exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. 150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. And 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey. Where do you stand on the Montreal bagel versus the New York bagel? You know what? Maybe Dan hasn't the possibly had one of these at a place called New York Bagel down in Florida once. Oh, it's not the same. They need to be from New York City from like a, a real deli. Let's do a trip. We'll take some bagel trips. While you're in Montreal, you know who could take you on a good bagel trip is Sammy Zayn. Do you know Sammy Zane? Dan Housen kind of knows him from the internet and he met him once. We put out a t-shirt uh, for El Generico. And Dan Housen to go to the wonderful uh, organization, Sammy. You guys have a combo shirt and I did not know about this. Yes, it was up for a limited time only. I did not know this. I would have got one. So Dan Housen met Sammy Zane about 2016 or so at an Evolve show where he was doing uh, a special appearance. And young Dan Housen went up to him and said, uh, oh, do you have advice for a new wrestle boy? Which was Dan Housen. And he was very nice to Dan Housen. He gave him some wonderful advice. He said, do every single show, do the bad ones, do the good ones. He said, you know what? Sometimes the bad ones are the most important ones because then you learn how to work in a horrible situation and get out of it uh, better than you uh, arrived. What is the worst wrestling situation you've been in? Because you almost quit at one point, right? There was a point that you almost walked away. Dan Housen kicked, got kicked in the throat. Oh. Very hard. Uh, someone kneed him in the stomach. He did that little flip. It's called a kitchen sink, I believe. And then they immediately followed it up by kicking Dan Housen right here. And then Dan Housen couldn't breathe, thought he was going to have to go to the hospital. But instead, he drove to McDonald's and then drove home. That annoyed Dan Housen because every single week he was getting injured or hurt or losing money, putting miles on his car. That was one of the bad situations, though, where Dan Housen decided you know what? Dan Housen's going to just give it one last go and be full on Dan Housen with uh, no apologies and see if it works. This was before you became full on Dan Housen, right? Yes. Dan Housen was uh, disguised in human makeup, if you will. Well, I'm glad that you've revealed your true colors because this is the way to go. Yes, it would seem so because now everything flies in, all the opportunities and monies and everything. What do you think sparked that? Because I feel like you have taken over the internet. I feel like everyone loves you. Is there anyone that doesn't like you? Do you have enemies? Uh, actually, Dan Housen doesn't, but every once in a while, he'll notice someone's randomly blocked Dan Housen when he goes to tweet <laughs> or something. But it would appear that not many wrestlers hate Dan Housen that he knows of. CM Punk doesn't seem to hate Dan Housen. He, doesn't, he gets grumpy at lots of people. Now that's quite a feat. Also, he's one of Dan Housen's favorite wrestlers. So I think once you get him on board, I mean, that's a good place to start. Yes, Dan Housen has not made that many enemies that he's aware of, at least. I think that's when it comes down to being very nice and very evil. You know, I mean, if you show the, the nice side, but there's still that evil underlying tone, it's, I think it's a great balance. Yes, we even got fa- the most famous celebrity in the world. The Rock loves that Dan Housen. And you got to go like hang out with, well, not like in person, but you got to do Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yes, that was uh, surreal. Like, how did that happen? How did it come together? Did, is he receptive? Is he now a Dan Housen fan? He appeared to be so on the show. He said lots of Housens. Uh, he said he's a fan. He said he gave Dan Housen his blessing. Uh, what else did he say? 
Oh, yes. So that came up because Fanhausen kept tweeting at Danhausen saying there's a contest of some sort. Danhausen joined this contest. It was, I think, submit a question to Conan. He might read it on air. So we submitted a question. Danhausen totally forgot about it. And then about four months later, he had an email from them saying, uh, are you available to do a meeting? And then Danhausen did a meeting with the producer of the show. And they didn't tell Danhausen what it was for. And then two days later, they said, hello, are you available to talk to Conan O'Brien tomorrow on Zoom? Oh, my gosh. And Dan Hudson said, yes, what the hell is happening? And you had to do that in your human makeup, right? Yes, yes. We made to use all the CGI. Thank God Conan's rich so he can pay for all that CGI. Hopefully we get back on Conan, but on the television show in Dan Hudson's true form. Okay, how do we make that happen? How can we manifest more Danhausen and Conan? Because it seems like it seems like things are trending in that direction for you. What can we do? I don't know. Your husband's quite famous. He's on TBS Superstation every single Wednesday. Yes. You got to have him just take the mic and go uh, off the rails, if you will, and start demanding things for Danhausen. He definitely, yeah. I mean, we might as well use what pull we have, right? Burn bridges for Danhausen. That's what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's downstairs. I'll run the idea past him after. I'll see what he says. He could be down. People seem to like just tweeting at Conan, which I don't think he checks his Twitter that often, but Team Coco does. So tell them. Good to know. I mean, I did tag them. I listened to the episode. I made sure to tag them. I'm trying, I'm doing whatever I can on my end, but I mean, this needs to happen. It also seemed like when you were on, when I was listening to the episode, it seems like Conan might actually be down to do some wrestling with you. It seems so. He's done it before with Cassandro. So he's done some training. He knows. Oh, a little- I didn't know that. Oh, yes. He did some lucha training. Wow. He's a very tall, lanky man to be doing some lucha training. Yes. Dan Housen will just have to ride uh, on his shoulders and then we can be a huge person and defeat everybody. Oh, my God. It's pictured like Conan doing like a Rana and what a what a mess that would be. He's too tall. He's way too tall for that. You could choke slam somebody or power bomb them and it would hurt. Sure, sure, sure. Of course. Yeah. But I like the idea of him wrestling Lucha style. Yes, we must get him on this. Uh, he's got, what, a new show coming out probably soon. So maybe that's what we do. Maybe I can maybe I can lure him on to doing oral sessions in some capacity. We do like a dual interview. Yes, you have him on. But then Dan Housen will secretly be on, like how Emilio is just floating in the nether realms down here somewhere. <laughs> Uh, we'll ambush him. It'll work. Okay, I love that. All right, great. I'm in. Um, okay, so we're going to work on that. That will be a future goal. We'll manifest that. That's on the vision board. What else do you want to do? What what's what is what is on the Danhausen vision board? So this is uh, usually the interesting part to people is that Danhausen's vision board usually has little to do with wrestling because everybody has wrestling goals. But Danhausen would like a cartoon of Danhausen, an animated series, if you will. Will you animate it yourself? You said you can draw. Oh, no, that would take too long. Mm. Dan Housen doesn't know how to animate. Dan Housen can draw one singular photo. Okay. Get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll do an animated series or just a television show where Dan Housen travels. That would be quite fun. Mm. Oh, yes, an action figure. Dan Housen's trying to get one of those. Uh, Dan Housen has, a, it'll probably be out by now, but uh, a comic book cover for Image Comics, which makes Spawn. So we want to sell that out so Dan Housen gets his own comic. That would be quite nice. What else is Dan? Dan Housen would like to work out with The Rock. Oh, okay. Like, you know, this video of Dan Housen learning how to become a, a beefy god of some sort, like The Rock. Interesting. How do you train now? What is your training situation? Lots of weights. Clanging and banging? Yes, clanging and banging. That's what he says. Uh, what else do we do? 
Oh, Dan Housen would like to appear one day on uh, John Cena's Instagram feed with no explanation. That would be quite wonderful. Dan Housen just wants to work with everybody he can. He does not care what company they're in. You can like kick down that the forbidden door even more. Just keep everything fluid. Dan Housen, he'd love to do something with uh, The New Day and Sami Zayn and Egon Page. But of course, your husband seems to do whatever he wants. Dan Housen likes to do that. You had a bit of a beef with my husband, right? Because he was on the PWI 500 number one, and that really chapped Dan Housen's ass Housen. Yes, all right. This is your show, so I suppose you can swear. Yeah. Well, if I put Housen on the end, I don't think that that counts. That might be a uh, loophole. I did find a little loophole. Fuck Housen. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yes. Uh, can he hear us, though? He can't hear right now because I have headphones on. He's probably, I don't know what he's doing down there. He's wearing jeans. We're safe. We're safe. Yes. Okay. So, yes, Dan Housen was promised the number one spot, as he remembers, on the PWI 500. And then Dan Housen got his own issue because he was excited, was filming this video, and then noticed that your husband was on the cover and that Dan Housen was not, in fact, number one, but was number 158. And it was a one John Moxley. Who is number one? I mean, next year, you're just going to rise the ranks even more. And like you said, you can you can go work wherever, right? I mean, I know you, you're under a contract with Ring of Honor, but can you go work other places too? Are you allowed? So Dan Housen is uh, allowed to do independent shows. He cannot do other television shows. We'll have to save the jar of teeth for later. Yes, maybe next year. Who yeah, knows? Who knows? Who knows? Tell me about Davis. Oh, he's quite wonderful. Uh, so there's Davis and there's camera boy Nick. They both have helped Dan Housen throughout his entire career. Dan Housen met them when Dan Housen was moonlighting as a human at the AMC theaters. Oh, what a good gig. I've always thought that would be a great job. Yes, it was quite wonderful. It's Dan Housen's uh, favorite job aside from this one. They taught Dan Housen how to build film. So Dan Housen has put together the Avengers and that's about it. They were projectionists. Dan Housen kind of just floated around there, did whatever he wanted to do, but then was a projectionist for a little bit as well. But that was probably like 15 years ago at this point or so. Uh, okay, that was a long time ago. So we've known them forever. So Davis, is uh, he loves The Simpsons, so that's how Dan Housen bonded with him, because that's Dan Housen's favorite show. And then Camera Boy Nick loves comic books and everything, and they all love horror movies, and so that's why we became the best of friends. And so Davis assists Dan Housen, helps him get everything. And uh, Nicholas helps film everything and do some edits. You got a whole team. When Dan Housen eats, his friends eat. A, a whole team Housen. I like that a lot. You got to bring everyone along with you. Yes, they were there when Dan Housen was at the bottom. So they will be there when Dan Housen's at the top. Um, okay, going back to wrestling. Um, I know that you've been able to be in the ring with guys like Johnny Gargano, Ricochet. When do we get to see that again? When do we get to see more Dan Housen? Because I don't feel like people talk about you wrestling nearly enough. No, which Dan Housen takes as a compliment because Dan Housen has found a way to make an audience without even them seeing his wrestling. When you think of wrestling, of course, yeah, we think about somebody being great in the ring and being able to tell a story in the ring, but it's about being a character and being able to connect and you being who you are, that, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if it counts the same way when you are CGI'd up and in your human form, but you as you works. Yes, it would seem so because every single time uh, Dan Housen was at a show, his merch line would uh, have people in it and it would they would say, hello, this is my friend, so-and-so. They do not like wrestling, but they showed them your videos. And now they're a fan and now they're buying tickets to the show and they're seeing other wrestlers do their thing. So that's Dan Housen's goal is to do that. But 
Dan Housen's new goal, because I think we have gotten pretty successful at doing that, is to try to mix back in the Garganos and the Ricochets. Recently, Dan Housen wrestled uh, Mike Bennett. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was Dan Housen's favorite and probably best match of his career. Interesting. How come? Well, because this fellow went toe-to-toe with Dan Housen, and we just beat the crap out of each other. Dan Housen wanted to show that he can still go as well as be an entertainer. Especially because Dan Housen's in Ring of Honor now. Who are some of your favorite wrestlers right now? Is this past and present or ones that are currently active? Whatever your little heart desires. All right. Well, this is going to be quite different. Dan Housen always feels bad, too, because he feels like he's going to leave someone out. But uh, CM Punk Housen is Dan Housen's favorite. That's why he started watching wrestling again. There's Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Ding Dong Hello, Bailey. Oh, my God. One of my favorites. The New Day. Dan Housen loves The New Day. What do we got? Dalton Castle's wonderful. Ooh, let's see. We got Egon Page. Your husband is quite wonderful and inspiring. Does whatever he wants. Kicks the crap. Whatever he wants. Oh, Jade Cargill is cool. Oh, isn't she? Yes. Dan Housen watched a match with her versus Red Velvet, who is also very good. Dan Housen was like, this person is going to make millions of dollars. I completely agree. I mean, when you've got a face like that, a body like that, the confidence she has, for someone who's been in the ring for not very long, she's garnered a lot of attention. She is decimating people just like Brock Lesnar would. She's going to be the new Brock Lesnar. But even better. But even better and even more rich and definitely more beautiful. No offense, Brock, but... Brock Lesnar, please do not attack us. No, God, I would never want to be on the receiving end of that. Hell to the no. Um, tell me about the tequila dance. How did we start incorporating this in? This show was, what was it? Unsanctioned pro, wonderful people, but they were doing a bar wrestling show where there's no ring. And Dan Housen was trying to fill the end of his weekend. And it was out of his comfort zone because there's no ring at this show. Dan Housen can figure out how to wrestle in a new environment then. So he was, his opponent was uh, this fellow PB Smooth, who is about six foot eight. Dan Housen is like five foot ten or so. So he thought, what am I going to do to this fellow? Dan Housen slipped a fiver to the uh, the barkeep and said, play this song when Dan Housen yells music boy. And then he did. And then it confused the fellow. And then he noticed that it kind of hypnotized the audience. And it gave Dan Housen some sort of energy. Got him all powerful. And then he lost the match, but that's not neither here nor there. Uh but yes, so then Danhausen kept it in his repertoire because it seems to invigorate Danhausen when he hypnotizes the audience because they sing along to the song for some reason. And then they seem to love uh, coming to Danhausen's merchandise table afterwards. It makes Danhausen lots of money. Um, where do you collect all your teeth from? Oh, you know, here and there. Ah, Danhausen goes to various oddity shops when he was traveling all the time. Danhausen does have David Arquette's tooth. How'd you get that? Was that after a, a Nick Gage match or something? What happened? RJ City said, hey, Dan Housing, sorry to bother you, but David Arquette would like your address. And then Dan Housing said, okay, what is he doing? He says, he, I have no idea what he does. Uh, and then he got a gift and it was his, um, what is it? When they pull your, a crown or something. Came in a little package. He wrote Dan Housing a wonderful, nice note. And that was it. Now uh, Dan Housen has his first celebrity tooth. And you, you also have your own coffee. Oh, yes. Oh, it's just- Why don't I have any coffee? Why would you not send me any coffee? You want some coffee? Dan Housen will send you coffee. Great. Give me that. So I will add your coffee. I also have, um, I've got Claudio's coffee, Claudio's cafe. And I also have um, some Stipe Miocic coffee. Real quick. You just said Claudio. 
Danhausen forgot. See, this is the thing where Danhausen forgets. What a wonderful wrestler he is. Isn't he just an exceptional guy? Should be the champion. He is one of those people, much like Danhausen. I don't think anyone has a bad thing to say about uh, Claudio. Seems like a nice fellow. Danhausen's never met him. Oh, you guys would get along just great. Because we're both uh, in exceptional shape. <laughs> yes. And sell coffee. And sell coffee. Kay, how did you come up with this coffee line? Oh, yes. Sorry. We got sidetracked there by uh, the feats of Claudio. Uh, so this company called Rootless Coffee, uh, rootlessCoffeeco.com is where you can get it, by the way. Uh, they approached Dan Housen. They said, would you like to come learn how to make coffee? And Dan Housen loves to film things, much like Conan, his inspiration, where he goes and he learns new things. So Dan Housen said, sure. And then they surprised Dan Housen and they had these stickers and they said, do you want to make your own coffee? The Dan Housen Coffee House. And Dan Housen said, absolutely, yes. How do you figure out how you want your coffee to taste? It's got a hint of uh, a berry, but it is a dark roast. It is like chocolate and berries or something. Dan Housen does iced coffee most often, but uh, RJ said this makes a good cold brew. Oh, great. I don't know if we put this out there yet, but you know what? We'll put it out on this. Uh, it is going to possibly be going into a grocery store. No way. Yes, yes. We had the meeting uh, last week, which at this point of this recording will be probably three weeks from before. I'm sure you can't. Can you say which grocery store? Oh, yes. Well, who cares? Uh, it is Hollywood Market in Michigan. It is Royal Oak, Michigan. We're going to do one test store for now. If you go sell it out, then, uh, you know, Dan Housen will probably get put in a bunch of other grocery stores. And more money for you. More money for Dan Housen. Especially because you have, you have to buy coffee over and over and over again. It's not a t-shirt. What an empire. All right, so you're gonna, you've got your coffee... All of your very successful T-shirts. Yes. You're going to get the action figure. That's happening. Yes, 100%. we have one coming from Zombie Sailor Toys. It's the Hasbro-like style old retro one. You're just building it out. I love this. I am all for this. Trying to create an empire outside of wrestling because you never know when wrestling can end. Yeah, listen, everyone's got a window. Your body can only go so long, so you got to find a way to kind of stick and move and maneuver around everything. Dan Housen's found a way to duct tape this window. <laughs> Perfect. Well, listen, I'm very excited for you. I loved having you on. I'm excited for Dan Housen Week here on Oral Sessions. I'm excited to see what you do for the show because I'm officially handing the keys over to you. So please be kind to my show. I'm looking forward to it. And um, yeah, let me know when you want to come to Vegas and meet up with some magicians and we'll learn how to shoot um, uh, lightning bolts out of our fingers. Oh, yes. Actually, Dan Housen has an idea. It can cross promote your book. Great. Listen, we talked about this on Dan Housen's show, but what if, I don't know if he'll be there, we both make an item, a dish, if you will, from your book and have a competition. I'm in. John Moxley will be the judge. Oh, I love that. I love when the judge is on my side. Maybe Lulu the Duchess will be there as the co-judge, so that way we will not be biased. I think that we should have a third. We should, we should bring in a third judge to really be the tiebreaker. We will think of a third and then we will do this. Done and done. All right, Dan Housen, it's been lovely to have you on. I'm excited to uh, to continue to watch you take over the world, Housen. Um, we're going to get you working with Conan Housen. That's a must. We'll petition to get him on this show in some capacity if we can. And we'll dupe him in. You don't ask, it won't happen. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's what Michael Jordan said, right? Yes, yes, yes. It was that hockey fellow, Michael Jordan. Oh, I thought it was like, wait, did Wayne Gretzky say that? <laughs> Emilio! Emilio! All right, listen, the show's yours. Be nice to it. Don't let me drop in viewers or listeners, okay? 
Okay, well, Dan Housen will do his best. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Housen for joining me on today's episode. And we will be um, certainly reaching out to Conan O'Brien because we must get him on this show. We must find more ways for these two to work together because that's just, it's what the universe wants. It's what we all want. So we're going to manifest it. Everybody collectively as a group manifest this all happening. We will get more Dan Housen, more Conan together. So as I said earlier, this is Dan Housen week on oral session. So you're going to be able to hear him take over the next episode of oral sessions um, he's got some guests lined up. We've got Ethan Page, RJ City. It's all coming together. All things Dan House, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. I hope your ear holes enjoy it. Uh, I won't see you next week. I won't. You won't hear me next week. It's all Dan Housen. Enjoy him. <laughs> <laughs> 